0: Driving it
1: home
0: with Patty Vasquez, Patty Vasquez, From global conflicts to greenhouse gases, the folks refusing to
1: wear masks, says. and politicians getting caught grabbing ass, says she's driving it home with Patty Vasquez.
2: Well, happy Friday, everybody! I am uh, very grateful that my very good friend Jerry Walski, uh, accepted the call of help. I put, I threw up the bat signal.
3: Yeah, you did. And uh, you I said, in "Hey, our neighborhood, you're right I, yeah. I, 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 because need. I
2: threw up." Um, <laughs> I don't know how to tell people this story because I, I was okay. How to? Hi, everyone. I'm, I had to stand. Yeah, I think you better. Okay, uh, hi. It's the holiday season.
4: <laughs> I feel like and I'm in a Gallagher show. <laughs> They don't even know yet. Oh my god! That's,
2: you're not wrong. You might need a poncho. Okay, let's let folks know what's happening. I um, it's the holiday season and folks are having holiday parties and some people order pizzas. And uh, I was at a holiday party and somebody so there was a Box Jerry that had an R on it, right? So right. they had like a chicken pizza and a yeah. pepperoni pizza, a cheese pizza, sauce like and, and all perfectly mm. good choices. Pepperoni, totally, yeah. A good good selection of salad. Exactly. There was for our vegetarians a and vegans. For yeah, there was yeah. a thing of. Massacholi, mm-hmm. so I got a little massacholi. I got a little uh, salad going, a little blue cheese dressing, thankfully, because yeah. I think that helped later. Um, <laughs> So Sorry. one of the, yeah, one of the boxes had an R on it and everyone was like, oh, what's the R mean? And I was like actually Googling like R on a pizza box, you know, So and There's, I saw the pizza and I was like, oh, I think it's roasted red peppers, okay. right? And it's got like all these, it looks like So to be clear, you,
4: you gave everybody the, the thumbs up on this thinking it was roasted? I, uh, did you
2: whoever was behind me. Yeah, said, but there were people in front of me you, that didn't you, say anything red, either.
4: Roasted red is what you were going with.
2: That's what I was going with. That okay. was my expectation. Gotcha. Uh, so we're sitting down and uh, I did not realize that the gentleman to my left was already in tears. And uh, so I take a bite, and my, like, it took a second. And I don't know if you've ever inhaled, like, uh, pepper flakes and gotten it stuck in the back here. Yeah, oh, yeah, right, throat. right. Well, this was like the fumes of it hit the back. Like, it was because apparently, uh, when you put uh, ghost peppers.
4: Oh, mother.
2: On a pizza, oh, also the heat releases it, puts in the juices yeah, of the sauce. There's totally, not like getting yeah, around it, all, and I'm like, try, I'm like, I, I, my my wow. brain like completely malfunctioned. I was that not able it. to understand what was happening.
5: Yeah,
2: uh, and I was just like. Surely they, they didn't do this to well. like and people right. are kind of laughing. Someone there's a videotape of me trying to talk and saying that like someone asked me how it was. I'm like, well, at yeah. least quite More the impression. More people are
4: watching that right I'm now like, on YouTube than they are watching our show.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy, so they got both guys next to me. Are in tears. Oh my Another guy dude. apparently had touched, uh, had gotten some of the the sauce on his hands because it was actual sliced ghost peppers, yeah. and uh, and he had touched his eyes, and his eyes uh, blew up, and he they were trying to flush out his eyes, and I and I left, and I was like, you guys, you can't, and other people were like, right. hey, well, I'm going to see for myself, no. okay. So I get on the and I had I had diet coke, so I tried getting the blue cheese off my salad to like as the dairy to sort of mm-hmm. like do something. They right. were trying to find milk for everybody else. I'm like, I got to get out of here. And, um,
4: oh my God! got Hazmat I, crew coming. I know. It's out of control. And
2: I and I I was going to drive down because traffic was so crazy light during the day or today. Yeah. So I uh, I was I was like, you know what though, it's just easier and better if I take the train. Thank God. Boy, if thanks. I had been stuck in traffic, brutal. I called Steve and I I texted Steve Good and Lord uh woman. and I and it became a choice of like I don't think keeping this is and I but I told Steve I'm like I'm not sure if I should evacuate this like yeah. compel myself to right.
4: exactly return right. yeah. it. To Yes. To, and flush it.
2: Right. But I, by the time I got home, there wasn't a choice, really. And right. uh, it was out of my hands. And uh, yeah, I, I, this is not <laughs> ever. Wow. I've never gone through something like that. Like, I had to change all my clothes like to something. Yes. I'm so, so yeah, sweating. A,
4: we need. A, I'm, well, fa- I'm fanning her right now. No, d- yeah,
2: right. And, and then I Google it and oh, like it can trigger, like it's not I good for your esophagus out. to eat that, like to get the juices in. Right. Uh, I, I told Steve, I'm like, I feel like the my intestinal lining is dissolving. Like it just, so then I Googled like some, you know, some ways to, to dress And so I ate. It said they have like bananas, cottage cheese, strawberries, peanut butter, all these different things. So I take. So I did that, and I think that's what I'm now. They're they're meeting each other, and And I'm. And now you're having other issues.
4: Well, dude, and and you like hot stuff. (laughs) If it happened to me, I am a wimp. Like I can't even handle. Can you imagine if I had gotten that accidentally? I don't know. I'd probably be in an ER again. Uh, you know, I'm not kidding. I well, seriously, it can I, would not, ha- I can yeah. trigger a heart attack. Yes. I, I, I mean, that's dangerous. Seizures. I was
2: reading this. I'm like, this I've is not, not okay. I've never had anything
4: near that hot yeah. in my life. I, I mean, can't
2: imagine. I don't know what, I don't know if they, like, somebody had had it before and they, like, loved it or if this is, like, a hazing yeah, thing or. It,
4: it, it, even when, when you were making that pizza, they should be required to like, a skull and crossbones on the body. Yeah. Or something. Something sticker that says.
2: I don't even know what, It's
4: almost like a, a peanut allergy. You got to let them know. You yes. know what I mean? It's that. It could be that extreme of a reaction. Yeah, Dangerous, you know? Yeah,
2: I'm not. I'm poor, Alejandro. Alejandro, this uh, yes. Lady B knows how to fix it. I don't know how to get the Facebook Live. Feed. Oh, no, I think we're.
4: Oh, no, oh we're, we're getting over no We're on.
2: Yeah, we're we're up. Yeah, oh, we're up. We're okay, sorry, yeah. Alejandro. I wasn't no, sure. I don't no. know if people want to see me in distress. Yeah. No, I am she's, not going to be able to sit down. And she's bouncing around a lot here. Yeah, I, am I out of frame? Oh, I
4: don't. I, am I? No. no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I shared it.
6: I've because sitting okay.
2: down like feels like it crunches it up and like like condenses it <laughs> <Let's
6: see here. laughs>
2: sorry everybody. I, yeah. this might be tmi oh, for yeah, a, a little
6: bit you're,
4: you're,
2: your 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 head shape what would have or it was hold on i can't sit down yeah no, i know i got to do you. that yeah, do. let's see if that that's let's see uh, anyway um, not you that you need to, need to see me in distress here. oh yeah it's my shirt to yeah, me rubbing yeah. my belly exactly rubbing yeah we're got there now you're okay that's <laughs> a little better
4: that's <laughs> better and I think I'm in focus. Or and, just then, and then, and okay. then
2: I was on the, so I was on the train, and I saw this guy. Wow. I don't know if you ever met him. He's um, part of the 38th Ward Dems. You know, the organization mm-hmm. that endorsed uh, weaponizing the trauma mm-hmm. of rape survivors mm-hmm. and homicide survivors yeah, and uh, domestic violence survivors. Yeah, no, I already am nauseous, and I see this guy. <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome. If you would take one look at him and just well, hurled. That would well, have been classic. <laughs> well, it's funny because this is the second time this has happened to me, where I've seen somebody who participated fundamentally and financially mm-hmm. in in trauma. Traumatizing um, rape survivors, and uh, the last time I saw somebody, I was at an event, and I had gone to put my backpack on, and my hair got stuck. And I saw them, and I was I was wincing from the pain of my hair getting stuck, but right. it probably looked like I was snarling Sterling, at them.
4: Right, right, uh, she's so, about to attack.
2: Yeah, so this time with Jacob Kaplan, it probably looked. I mean, like I gave yeah. him. Do you know what the, Ch- the Chicago chin is? It's uh, yeah, sure. I've decided I've I've decided to call it the Chicago chin. Well, I have a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you when you see someone you've got a beef with yeah. and you want them to know that you're not ignoring them. Mm-hmm. You've clocked them. You want to but you have nothing to without say. Really I see you. Yeah, That's the Chicago you. Chin. Oh yeah, I got you. <laughs> I you. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't yeah. know if it, it was also with an expression of I'm going to puke in right. a second <laughs> now. Which would be true even if I did not eat a <laughs> right. ghost pepper laden pizza. Lordy. You guys, this wow. is uh, this was this so. is we uh, so far, we're okay. We're okay. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hours. will uh, be fine. But uh, uh, I probably—I wonder if I feel better or worse than uh, Rudy Giuliani uh, having a decision against (laughs) him in the amount of one hundred and forty-eight million dollars. He doesn't have a
4: pot to do what you ought to do, what you need to do anyway anymore. Oh my God! Yeah, one hundred and
2: forty-eight million dollars. Thank God. I mean, like here's the Uh, thing—you know—again, I mentioned this with uh, Kate Cox, who was the woman is the woman in Texas who was seeking health uh, care uh, options in uh, terminating a pregnancy. I shouldn't know her name. I should not know Shay, nope. Shay or Ruby's names. Nope. Uh, you know, they they were doing their their yeah. civic duty by being election judges.
4: How many election judges will we not have now because people right. don't, are just afraid because of what happened to them? Yeah,
2: you guys didn't even know that I was a judge of elections. You yeah. Uh, yeah. see, yeah. I was. Uh, and these, it, it, there's, there's never a reason to target somebody. And then the kinds of things that, that they testified in court, saying that people were saying that they, they hope oh. that they were close enough when they are hung for treason, that they could hear their necks snap. Unbelievable. And alluding to lynchings and it's
4: disgusting. The worst of yeah. the worst came out on that, and still does. And then Giuliani's like, if I have, I didn't have a chance to defend myself. You, you chose what? not to. You didn't show up. You didn't. They, you had every opportunity. At some point, they just said, okay, you're not going to. It's like getting a divorce. You're not going to contest. OK, we're just going to start. The kids are going yeah. over there. <laughs> I
2: mean, yeah, know, we'll make a decision with or without yeah, you. Exactly. So at yeah. some
4: point, it just well, got to be litigated. And
2: so, he might be on the hook for more defamation because he was literally the same as Trump. Literally. Walking out of the court. Yeah. Exactly. Still doing it. Casting aspersions and stuff. Oh, dear. Golly. Coming up, uh, I might just have you and Mike Crowley at 6 to talk about movies. Let's take a quick break here. I'll be right back after this on WCPT 820 Heartland Signal or hang out with Jerry Walski in studio 773 763 9278 if you want to call or text.
1: You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Baskets on WCPT 820.
4: Welcome back to the show, folks. And uh, yeah, if you're listening again out there, uh, Patty's here in studio somewhere. She had to jump out of here. She's had an issue with, uh, getting a ghost pepper situation. And, uh, I'm filling in here. Jerry Walski's here co-hosting right now, running solo. We got Alejandro back inside the studio here, running the board so we can keep the lights on. Uh, and so here we are. Welcome to Friday, which by the way, we're going to do we're still going to do for this uh, sometime here, this first hour here, uh, First Timer Friday. You know, if you a first timer you want to call into the show here, please do. What's our number? 773. 773- oh, wait, there it is. I got it. 773-763-9278. If you're a first-time caller, we'd love to talk to you. Uh, hopefully, Patty will be available to speak to you. Uh, she'll be; she's on site. She's just uh, dealing with some stuff. And uh, but we'd love to hear from you if you do uh, call in. We'd love to hear from you. And then we'll what we'll do is we'll get set you up with a, a wonderful gift card from one of our uh, wonderful sponsors. So uh, in the meantime, we're going to hang out here and talk and hang out and get to hear what's going on out there. If you got any, anybody want to call in, please do. Um, I'm glad to be back over here. Uh, I haven't been in the studio for a while here because. Uh, well, life's going on, uh, and uh, you know what? I'm finding out this is kind of weird. I'm get, you know, I'm at that age now where I'm uh, I'm in I'm I'm having to learn how to uh, how to hug better now. I'm going. I'm having to go to these uh, wakes as I'm getting. Old. Sadly, I'm going. People are dying on me, and I got go to th- go to wakes. And I'm finding out. I'm not as good as a hugger as I should be. I like I've always been, I'm like kind of a half shoulder kind of hugger kind of person, you know? And so I kind of do that, but I'm I'm showing up at these wakes and the people who are, you know, obviously bummed out about the loss of their loved one are very emotional. And they, and I go to hug them and it becomes like an embrace. And I'm, it's a bit awkward for me. I gotta tell you, I just, it's just not like I'm not, you know, not like I'm cold or anything or frigid, but it's just weird. So, you know, life's going on here. I gotta adapt and figure out what I'm doing here. And, um. Yeah, and it's just uh, you know, so that's one of the things I'm learning in life here that I got to get get through here and find find things out. And oh, geez, hang on, she's coming
2: and going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alan, I'm, I'm, Alejandro's I'm, gonna come back in a minute, yeah. but I got to find my mic over here. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, you're saying that you aren't yeah. a good hugger. I'm not a good, well, see, I'm not.
4: I'm, I need to be better at it because I'm going to these. Uh, family, I'm going to wakes now, and people, oh, you're they, embracing more. You know what I mean? And it's it's awkward for me to embrace that long I'm used to, I'm kind of a short little hug you know half shoulder kind of thing and you know so it's not that you're not no. a good hugger I'm guess what I was uh, just hugging yes, exactly I, right. uh, I'm not practicing I'm not you know I don't
2: that's, I don't, so, so you're saying you're, feel, you're feeling self-conscious when yeah, you're hugging exactly. and, and you're noticing? Well, also during you like you went for like two or three years without hugging anybody because exactly of the pandemic. Exactly right.
4: So uh, I think I wasn't. Good I'm to here, begin right? Because I'm a little bit. Yeah, you're here. You're on, you're on a different <laughs> side here, but you're good. Yeah. But, oh my God. Uh, but no. So I just I had a, a wake to go to a funeral and all that like, a couple weeks ago, and, I, and it's the second time it's happening in the last few months. I feel and like and
2: pra- Do you want me, to, do you want me to practice with you. Well, no. That not, seems not, weird th-
4: th- th- condition, no. <laughs> I, for, I feel so much better by the way. That's good. Fairly, it was a pepto that didn't, didn't agree with me. Right. Oh, and I did throw out the first time first time on Friday, too. Yes, thank you. So yes,
2: 77376. <laughs> call, call and talk to me. You might get her right, on the
4: right time. I feel much have, better. If you have any remedies, I guess, call the, them with some remedies. No, I, that yeah, was all, yeah,
2: I yeah. saw all the remedies. No. Oh, I, <laughs> this is the weirdest thing I've ever, in my entire career yeah. of doing radio. It has happened to me doing stand-up, but let's, let's talk about, let's stay with yeah. the hugging for a minute. We'll talk about okay. uh, the okay. people are driving and maybe yeah, eating dinner now. Right, so. um <clears> So anyway, I,
4: I'm well, realizing know, I gotta I gotta work on that or be conscious of it more because uh, I want to be there for him, sympathetic. But sure. he's just, I'm getting these longer embraces and, and, and you're and also I, very
2: cuddly. Yeah, I mean I like so you're like a, bear, probably, like a bear, like a bear. You exactly, know what I mean? Like right. you feel. But, you know, this, but it's
4: it's like you know it's just odd. it's just I didn't expect it a couple times, and and it's cool that they're they're you know want to share their. Their grief or their whatever with me you know as I'm close enough to them that, that they feel that they can you know but I I'm in an awkward spot when it happens I'm like what's going on here you know right but it's just uh, I gotta, I gotta do better it's just, it's just I gotta do better at it. You know what I mean?
2: well because I, I had to work through being okay with hugging people there are mm-hmm. people who uh whether it's a neurodivergent or uh, sometimes people who've gone through trauma right uh and, and and I didn't I thought it was um primarily like uh sexual abuse trauma but not mm-hmm. necessarily gotcha. uh did you, okay let's th- just a, a side note uh did you know about this bus load of kids that was kidnapped back in the 70s when you and I were little uh, in Cholula, Cholula, uh, Cholula. Uh, California, an entire busload of kids between the ages of five and fourteen. It's on, it's like a documentary no. on CNN. But one of them talks about how she can't like she after the trauma, like nothing right. happened to her necessarily physically. Like right. and, um, and she said that she can't hug. Hmm. So there's a, so there are a lot of people who have issues with hugging, whether it's like it's too much. Uh, so for me, what I had to do is I did have to I do have to prep myself, mm-hmm. and I've gotten yes. better be at conscious it,
4: conscious of it more now. But yeah. I know when I'm going in for it, it's not going to be a quick. Take a breath, you know what I mean. Get ready, it, it just, yes, and be respectful for what they're giving me great. and giving back or yeah. whatever and, but don't take too much and I, well, that's not an issue with me but it's me hanging out long enough to make sure they, they get least what they need yeah. you know what I mean so, that's kind
2: of you to want to yeah. wanna be there well yeah.
4: it's just plus it is a little self-preservation self I'm trying to figure this out myself yeah. you know what I mean because I, I don't want to pull away too early and th- let them think I'm like God, God doesn't even care at all you know so but it's just, right, because it has
2: that sort of like, are yeah. we done here? Yeah, right.
4: Exactly. Seriously? <laughs> if we go any longer, i got to buy you a drink. You know, this is awkward. right, you know right. What I, mean?
2: right. <laughs> I do want to say for uh, people who go in for a hug, and this is not necessarily, like, obviously at, a, at an it's, emotional event. It, at
4: a wake or a funeral, right. that's, that's a thing. People right.
2: aren't going to think about it. No. But in general, for hugging, I, and this is what I do now, as mm-hmm. I put Especially my arms since out. Especially
4: COVID and all that, too. Yes.
2: And I, I put my arms out and I say, may I?
4: Right. And people, exactly.
2: And, and you will be surprised how many people say thank you for exactly. asking. Oh, I agree. That, too. See,
4: I don't hug enough to even go, to go, don't even think that. Oh, would, wouldn't even start uh, it started off. You know what I mean? It's very. I mean, I hug, but it's just like a half shoulder right. kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's not, that's
2: you. You you're used to a half shoulder. Yeah, is what you're some, saying? yeah,
4: kind of like that. You know, just not a full all the way straight on body on body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm having to. am have to adapt. Well, cause cause it's I'm,
2: funny because I developed the muscles like, in my shoulder blades to be mm-hmm. able to like, stop the hug here. Right. So, that, so got, <laughs> it's sort of like got, sort of like it feels you've like got a hug. Your Little cone I, of whatever yeah. going on. <laughs> well, because especially when I was bustier, right? Uh, you know, I, I, I never true. liked having it smushed up into my chin. Different buffer now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there you go. Wow.
4: Oh look, okay, we, so let's, let's let's go to,
2: let's go with uh uh oh I can't do it. Look at oh, yeah,
4: you're on the other <laughs> side here, right?
6: So, okay. We got Can I, Alejandro we handling. It let's go
2: to, let's go to uh Paul first, because it's, it's on topic and then we'll get the David Hospital, yeah, hospital the States too. Hey Paul, what's on your mind?
6: Chaffa Hugger is okay. That's what I do and it's, a, side it's, a, thing. it's yeah. a good thing. It's look, it's okay, so my experience, <laughs> I grew up as a teacher and it was in the era of Mary Kay Letourneau mm-hmm. and oh, interesting. Bill Clinton's allegations, yeah. and so as a as an educator at that time, first of all, my rule was I stay arm's length plus a half an arm's length, so nobody gets closer to me than that. Uh, uh, to be and even, I never I never shook hands with people. I never let students hug me. Uh, mm-hmm. I would just, if somebody moves closer to me, I take a half a step back and and what I did to make it seem like I was not being, I don't dislike you is I kind of step to the side as if I'm getting out of your way and say, oh, oh yeah, hi, hi. And I, I'd kind of bow to them, but it also turns me usually to my right side. So that, yeah, I'll give you a half, a, a half a hug from, from the right. Mm-hmm. And that way there's no. Nobody can say or they can't say, but I know no, no full on hugs. Um Right. But again, I, I really think in this day and age, you have to protect yourself. And right. But if at, at a wake or a funeral, people yeah. are feeling emotional. It's a little they bit of a the yeah. wrong way because they're feeling emotional. Yeah.
2: Right. That's yeah. true. Good point.
4: Yeah, just got to be aware. Like, as I'm getting older now, I'm going to be sadly going to more wakes and things like that, and I think it's going to be in play these little longer and all that. You know what I mean? So I just got to be aware of it. it just it, caught me out, catches me off guard. The last couple times it's happened. Bring like, me with.
2: I'll, I'll be your. I'll be your funeral day. Right, and what she, I'll do is, I'll, what I'll do is, I'll call. rub their back to like <laughs> wait, let wait, them know wait.
7: that.
4: <laughs> I don't want to get kicked out of a funeral because you're getting a little too touchy, touchy. I mean,
7: <laughs> I'm saying I'll help tap you
5: out. I'll be like, I'll like rub I'll their back to out. like to like sort of scrape them <laughs> off and <laughs> hug them too. We can, <laughs> we're going
6: to start.
7: <laughs> right, right. But
6: remember, no, no hands on anybody's back. It's like,
1: yeah, yeah.
6: really. Uh, maybe at the back of, or what do you call it? The, the front. I don't know what the front of the back uh, on their arm is. You know, the not the palm of your hand. The other side, right? Uh, if you touch somebody, it's kind of like 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 TSA is supposed to touch yeah. you to, oh, to okay. their arm or something. Okay, there are it's certain all, parameters. Always observe. Always observe. Absolute. Strict rules of personal—you uh, can't yeah. go wrong. You I mean, just can't go
4: wrong. Yeah, no, it's yeah. better to be cautious, and, and then you can always build up to it. And, but uh, just, I just—I gotta. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. that's yeah, it's good. I'm not so alone. Have- just trying to figure this no, out. No, no, I don't think I really you're. I got to navigate <laughs> a new. Obviously, after COVID too, it's a whole different ballgame here. Right. Sure. So, oh yeah. Awesome. Totally.
2: It's, uh Paul, the yes. host of Kitchen. Kitchen Hello. Table Progressives. Oh, <laughs> Every time she clears her throat, I, take, I run There's for a lot cover. going on. i go host <laughs> to the Kitchen Table Progressive, Sunday night at 6 o'clock. Thanks for calling in,
4: Paul. Sure. <laughs> take care about
2: I'll probably about still be it. in bed recovering yes. on Sunday night. Like, ah. uh, let's go to uh, Dave and Hoffman Estates um, to talk about GM. I did not know about this until uh, uh, Dave's calling in. Hey, Dave, tell got? us about uh, what's on your mind.
3: Yeah, before I do that, uh, Jerry, yeah. good night. Do like Will Ferrell in Wedding
2: Crashers? Are you? Wait! wait. Oh my God! No. <laughs> <laughs> trying to pick up girls at the F- No, F- I'm F- not. F- <gasps> no, Has that well, been done no, as
4: a movie? This was a dude though too. Last time, well, first time was a really good friend of mine, who you know, and then this was a guy, and so that was the other thing that threw me off too. I got to be honest too. So I got to just, it's just, yeah, guys, just trying to be there for him. There know? people
2: who are hugging more, yeah,
4: yeah, no, I hear you there, no, dude, yeah. but you know, <laughs> no. Hey, never say never. Is all I'm saying. All
3: right. Yeah. Times are tough. And um, um, yeah, that uh, GM they uh, they've been they laid off 945 employees from the Orion plant in Michigan, and which produces the Chevy Volt EV and the Chevy Bolt EUV crossover. And and the Lansing Grand River, assembly 369 employees are going to be cut as they're delaying the electric pickup truck production into 2025. Right. GM And GM said in October that this wasn't because of the strike. But hmm. also in back, in, back in October, Ford said it would lay off 700 who built the F-150 Lightning.
2: Right. Well, so, so keep in mind. So the UAW, all the UAW members have been offered other positions, uh, in 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 Michigan, okay. so including care of them, mm, yeah, including uh, positions at Factory Zero in Detroit, Ham Tam Gotcha. So I don't know what that means, but I'm saying it like I do. Well, like I'm great, reading impressive. it.
4: you're bringing <laughs> out these big words the last few days. <laughs> <laughs> you have to through that one, Chir- even though Chirp you're over a, it. Yeah. You,
6: know,
3: yeah. you do got to admit, though, there is a growing uncertainty on you know facing the CD market is
6: mm-hmm.
7: they
3: got many at, are on the dealer lots. You know the unsold because uh, the ICE vehicles are cheaper and, and yeah. they, I think, and, you know, there's a decline in what was they thought would be an up-and-coming market. And right. speaking of in the dealership, yeah, maybe a month or so ago, I was listening, somebody called in to Hartman show and said that they were going to seriously consider getting in the EV. And the salesman had kept kind of pushing them away from the, the – uh, EV you know, towards going towards an ICE vehicle. Well, turns out, reason being, in excluding the cost difference, even the um, dealership service department doesn't make any money uh, on yeah. parts replacement as they do with a conventional ICE vehicle or a hybrid, because mm-hmm. the only moving parts are basically the wheels on a
4: yeah. No, on that's a EV. that's true. They always had that. Go- that was kind of one of their little deals going for the dealers. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I still get that from the car, when I car I get they they always want to come in and do that and yeah they make a lot of money on that they've they had that for generations been doing it for years so that is you're right that's a good point that that won't be in play anymore yeah. and,
3: and the people that work on the EVs they can't just be any shade tree mechanic they got to be specially trained you know with them mm-hmm. you know right. like the electric batteries and that uh, and getting back to the layoffs you know right now it don't it it's kind of a uh, makes a little bit of sense too because you don't need as many people to, to build a electric vehicle
1: engine as you do no, that's uh, true. ice.
3: You know, mm-hmm. And
4: I thought, oh, there's going to be some and, growing pains on this whole new technology. That's for sure. And uh, and yeah. I think there was a surplus. You know, everybody ramped up really big and came out with some stuff. And then and then the economy's been tough too. So people who might have maybe been, you know, aren't buying anything in general as far as vehicles go as well. So uh, a whole, that, that's slowing down the roll too. So. Uh, well, uh, we'll see how it plays out, but right now, uh, I mean, it's the way to go. We got to, you know, that's that's the future. So, uh, but uh, yeah. at least we're embracing it. But yeah, there's going to be growing pains. That's for no sure. No doubt about
3: it. Yeah, but I just, you know, if I made that a good interest, point. You know, with the, you know, about
2: the the differences being in that.
4: Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, I'm sure the dealerships will adjust and find other ways to screw us over. Anyway, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just glad that uh, I'm just glad that the UAW members of uh, are are somewhat protected and have op- uh, options to continue working someplace else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's true. Again, yeah, take, other... uh, that's
4: but if it's being in a union, they're going to take exactly. care. Of you. Yep. Exactly. Exactly.
3: Yeah. Thanks, Thanks. Anyway, Dave. just thought i up. Well done. So Have a good weekend, guys. Be well. you, you too.
2: Yeah, I'm going to try. Uh, <laughs> let's take a break here. Uh, you're listening to Driving at Home with Patty Vasquez sitting in studio with Jerry Walski. Our number is 773-763-9278. That's the number to call and text. And we want to invite you to call if you've never called the show before. If you've called WCPT, that's fine. But if you've never called Driving at Home uh, with me, Patty Vasquez, uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, and I know that it's not that, you know, you're like, I don't have to say, I'm just going to say hi. Call about hugging. Okay, I started off the yeah, show talking about hugging. Ca- call about hugging. Whatever you whatever like. You We've want. got great gift cards to give away. Exactly. I'll let you know about those yeah, sponsors we when we come back. in WCPT 820 Heartland Signal. Hi, this is Kirk Bankstead from the Minocqua Brewing Company, and I sell
4: Choice Hard Seltzer, an all-natural grapefruit-flavored booze that you can enjoy for only 100 calories a can. Percentage of the proceeds of every can of Choice Hard Seltzer you buy goes to reproductive rights organizations in the Chicagoland area. Enjoy a light, refreshing hard seltzer this summer and support reproductive freedom at the same time.
2: Buy yours at Beer on the Wall, Arlington Heights, Woodman's in Bloomingdale, Kenwood Liquors in Homer Glen, and more to come. Must be 21? Please drink responsibly.
1: Patty Vasquez is taking your calls now. At 773 763 9278. Driving at home with Patty Vasquez now on WCPT 820.
2: We are in studio, driving at home until 7. I'm your host, Patty Vasquez. Joining me in studio is Jerry Walski, who's a co producer, collaborator on the show, comedian is all right. He'll be uh, performing on New Year's Eve yes, I will. in Indiana, as I, a matter of fact. Yes, so you like to pull look that it up. up. Yes. Yeah, the same way. <laughs> I will be uh, up at Memories Ballroom in Port Washington, with Wisconsin. I'll be joined by uh, by Jim McHugh, Desmond Rooney, and Katie Miners. It'll be a great show. Oh, so uh, go to memoriesballroom.com. Uh, I don't know if it's a website, but that Memories Port Washington. They've had the best fried chicken. So looking forward been a,
4: to that. A fun show to be on. I know. I don't know what happened there.
2: That was. Yeah, I don't know. I, no, I, that would have been some good. Been no, no, I've got, got my own to show. To I to picked to up do do here. Do I got to find Sorry it. Sorry about that. Sorry about hang that. Out with
4: Bill Gorgo.
2: I am recovering from I am recovering from a ghost pepper experience. I think I'm I'm all stabilized now. Like Had a little bit of a, a rough start at the beginning of the show, but we've got Alejandro answering the phones and running the board today. And uh, let's take our first call. But 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 first, I want to remind everyone: if you've never called the show, now is a time to call because we have some great gift cards to give away from our wonderful sponsors. Our sponsors are Gindo's Spice of Life Hot Sauce in St. Charles, Brown Sugar Bakery in Chicago, Crave Brothers Farmstead Cheese of Waterloo, Wisconsin, Sam's Famous Salsa of Naperville, Timeless. Toys in Chicago, Rollicking Buckaroo Pepper Jam and Seasoning Blends of Evanston, Hungry Monkey Baking Company of Lake Forest, and Uve Kitchen and Wine Bar in Chicago, plus Boot Tights. You can go to boottights.com. And if you shop on Amazon for boot tights, you might oh, yeah. see a little video that I made I of my <laughs> favorite awesome. tights. They have well, the herringbone pattern <laughs> exactly, on them. Exactly, yeah, really super cute, very cool. So yeah, seven yeah. seven three seven six three nine two seven eight for uh, your chance and to win. Uh, just I, call. Online call. sales for
4: boot tights have been really good. this Oh, here. wonderful! The, the, the videos. She's got like some videos and stuff like that. Now and that's that's how you get things out yeah. there. You know, so yeah, some little TikTok to find, out there too. Find various niches and things like that. You got to find where to go. You know, because obviously people don't wear as many tights as them anymore. But it's because athletes are wear. But you just got. Certain segments of the society oh. that wear them. So, I've been uh, wearing tights no, for, I since I was
2: and, three years exactly. old. <laughs> I love tights. Okay, let's take our first call. But, but our first-timers, we'd love to hear from you, 773-763-9278. And uh, you don't have to worry about what topic. I just want to talk to you and say hi. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, let's call. Let's take uh, Judy. I'm supposed to be able to touch the screen and do it that way. This way? Mm-hmm. Nope. How about oh, this? I- How about if I do this? Does this work? Nope. Uh, this one? Nope. The screen doesn't work. Oh, there it is. Oh, hey, Judy, you're on the air. What's on your mind, my friend? Do we have it potted up on the board? Oh, sorry, oh, one, one more time. Oh, sorry. One more time. One more time. What, you
4: got oh, to oh, twice. do this?
2: What did I do? Judy, you might have to call back. I'm standing. Okay, do okay. it again. Touch everything. Wait, touch, Alejandro's coming touch, to <laughs> side of the room. Touching everything. It's okay. Touch the, the play button. Wait, Here, just... you go ahead and do it. ha ha Ha-ha-ha! Look Alejandro, is it working? See, oh, it's not working. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. Good. <laughs> all right. All oh, right. Thank you, Alejandro. All right. All you, Alejandro. Nice. Sure all right, all right stand good. by, everybody. We're having some. It's visual. 6 o'clock. I think it's the I'll be back. first
4: time you've done this on this. Oh, you-
2: when I used to film. There we back. go. Hey, Judy. Oh, How you
4: doing?
5: How you doing? Oh, my God. You're, I think my malady my of being really awful with that stuff has affected you right to the phone. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you had ghost peppers before? Oh, I can't touch anything electric or, or mechanical. I mean, I've just
2: <laughs> she's talking it. about it. Oh, no, no, I, mean, no. She's about the I don't know if you heard the like, beginning of the show. I yeah. am suffering from a bad encounter with ghost peppers on a pizza.
5: I heard? Yeah. How, yeah. how can you la- throw up and laugh? Me. I would be ready I'm to so, jump in so the toilet. It's yeah, we're all
2: relieved. Just a small relief here. Okay, so so to to be graphic for a moment, folks, <laughs> uh, I believe that the food that I ate in order to try to counter because online I was looking for treatments to yeah. uh, home remedies, <laughs> and it said cottage cheese and bananas. So I and peanut butter and other things. So I ate cottage cheese and bananas, so, and uh, and I, uh, I believe that the the result of that help. was that it, it actually clung to the rest of the ghost pepper. for the ride, and that was all evacuated. Yeah, yeah, okay. So now I'm feeling like much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, than I did earlier. Is that, is that uh, yeah. was that tasteful enough? Sorry, but yeah. Sorry, that's yes. all good. Boy,
5: if I had eaten that, I'd be in the hospital oh, same now. Here. Oh. I have ulcerative colitis. but Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah, see, that's yeah. A, yeah I, I can't do that's it's dangerous. dangerous. Not, it's like again. Yeah. like I said, it's dangerous. But the, yeah. the important question, Patty. Yes. Is you you now have your new body? Have you gone out and chopped?
2: well it's interesting you say that well it's interesting that you ask because uh, in some ways some things fit better because I've had breast reduction and in some ways it's just it's Uh, I'm not quite where I want to be for the rest of my body, mostly through the way—like, now that my boobs are smaller, I can see my my gut. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
7: like, wait a minute. That used to be smaller.
2: (laughs) So one thing, maybe another thing, worse or more— I'm like, like, where did that come from? I didn't know I had that going on. Son of (laughs) a— So there you go. Yeah, I— You have feet. Yeah, no but, but I will say that a lot of there's a really cute pink top that I bought. Yeah, there's a few things that I've bought, but I also had a New Year's resolution not to buy new clothing this year. Exactly. So that's been a little bit hard to find things I like at resale and thrift stores and second-hand shops. Since
4: come January 1. Oh, good I'm night, going nuts, nurse. people. Yes. Well,
2: I, I, my TJ
5: Maxx is at your disposal. Oh, there you
2: go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, TJ Maxx is a great so, place to get that that done.
5: Oh, I love it. And uh, I have to apologize for my rant the other day and where the fact that i why it needed like came from i have no idea but <laughs> anything anything that hits my brain comes right out my mouth as you know yeah, hey Jerry
2: yep. so, knows what it's like I, to be with me and my, oh. be friends with me yeah. <laughs> and watch And i was mad at everything yeah, try drinking at a bar with her doing that <laughs> <laughs> oh He's god not wrong. No. yeah yeah i i don't i don't have a filter in general but you get a couple 2 3 pops in me, mm-hmm. I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. Hey,
7: hey
5: I, oh, give, I give everybody I, I could tell you stories of dates that thought they were going to get me drunk. I only get honest. Yeah. More on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. I think my favorite, then, thing I've,
2: you know. my favorite thing I've ever heard about my dad, my dad was a drinker, and, uh, my, mom a time, and uh, my mom said they were out on a date one time. And this guy was giving my mom grief about being there because she was Mexican. Like, she didn't belong mm-hmm. in a bar like that. My, my dad wasn't there. and My dad came back and found out what was going on. And uh, she- my mom goes, Larry, don't don't start anything with him. He's too big. And my dad goes, I ain't going to pick him up. <laughs> I ain't going <laughs> to carry the guy. <laughs> your mom's
7: sizing now up. Now I know why why like, oh. where
2: you get your humor. Your parents were funny. Oh, my gosh, yes. Very, very. And, and uh, not always intentionally, so yes. <laughs> no, no. I'm, that happens to me, too. But I was just
5: mad at everything that day. Yeah, I was mad I at my driveway. I was mad at my carpet. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm glad we are here know, for you to <laughs> vent. Thank you, Judy. Okay.
2: Have Thank a good day. Have, have a great weekend. You, Gary. too. You. Bye, bye, you bye too. Judy. Be well. Uh bye oh, bye. Let's see. Nope, my screen's not working. Let's I can't uh I can't put that one off Can I Nope. There we go. Let's get to Nicole because Nicole uh is a first-time caller. Yay! Where's the bell? Nicole. We have something we got.
4: We have to invest in hi, something. Oh, there,
2: we oh, go. Go. There, there we go. There we go. Hi, <laughs> doing Nicole. Congratulations. You you're going to get a gift card regardless. What's on your mind? I'm okay, and it's so nice to talk to. I've been listening to you for a long time. Oh, I appreciate that. Where do you live, Nicole? Uh, I'm in Oakland, Illinois. Excellent. I appreciate it. So what keeps you, what's kept you from calling before? Just kind of, just like maybe doing something else? Uh,
5: yeah, driving. And yes. I can never write down the number. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never, yes. Every time I'm like, I don't remember
2: the number. I'll get it another time. <laughs> exactly. Okay, for Nicole and everybody else now, now put it in your phone, 773 That's Yeah, I, I got
5: saved
2: now. Right.
3: That's, another reason, yeah. that's
4: another reason to call. us, just so it's already locked into your phone. Exactly. Easier. Halfway done now. <laughs> yeah.
2: That way, that way you're driving, you put it on speakerphone, even though it's a little bit harder to hear, but we'll take it. We'll take it.
8: Exactly. Aww, thank you, Nicole.
2: First. So you want to talk about uh, missing binder of Trumps. Would, uh, tell me about this. I don't know what's missing. I mean, there's a oh, lot yeah. missing. Oh, you know not oh. today? Yeah. No.
5: Yeah. Oh yes, they think that uh, Trump most likely took it when he took everything else, or there might be one Mark Meadows. They don't know, and it's a whole CNN. bunch of classified information.
2: This is the one about Russia. I no, think no, I, no. there's another one that's today,
4: missing. Today, CNN has came out today. I think with it, um, I didn't read it all, but uh, yeah, there was a couple of days before he left office. There was a binder.
2: Uh, Is it filled filled with Romney's women? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Who
4: could be it? (laughs) But uh, but I guess big time. I mean, it was raw raw data, really important stuff from our Russia.
2: Classified material on Russia reportedly went missing. This is a a, uh, highly classified on the Russian ties to the election in
5: 2016. Yeah.
2: Oh and, my God! Yeah,
4: and they they, they had a, a big thing with the Senate they, or whoever the people in tr- the, the higher ups telling that this is a major deal. You know, so who knows yeah. where this thing's at? <laughs> that- yes. Apparently, Cassidy Hutchinson said that Mark Meadows
5: might
4: have it, I, but they don't know. I bet it's been it was buried with the wow. ex-wife who got uh, on the golf course. That's where it's probably <laughs> it's probably tucked away there. <laughs> I, I,
7: did, I took, did I did hear that rumor too. <laughs> yeah,
4: he took took some photos of it and said, "I'll give me put the actual paperwork." Somewhere deep, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll be in her hand, clutching it. So sad.
2: It, we laugh about that that uh, it, that casket, but I mean, like, Something, I don't think that that's a ne- no, necessarily outside the realm of possibility that, that we should dig that up. Yeah,
4: of a situation and too convenient and timely and yeah, what? Yeah, creepy, Even creepy. Her falling down the stairs or whatever had happened to her. I mean, there was some weirdness there. However she went, I mean, I don't know. Dude.
2: Not for nothing. I mean, you know, you got
4: ah. these Russian guys falling out of windows, and I'm you know, saying, so who knows? Not uncommon. Mm-hmm.
2: Nicole, it is so I mean, lovely to hear from you. I hope it's not the last time, even though it's the first time. Oh, thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, I got you saved. We're good now. Yay! <laughs> there you go. All right, hold on the line, and, and Alejandro's going to get your information so we can send out a gift card for you, okay? Yes,
4: he'll he'll send it to me, and then I'll email, email you, and we'll ask you, uh, I'll give you some options, but you're going to get a $25 gift card from one of our fine, fine sponsors.
2: Excellent. Yay! Very cool. So keep doing what you're doing, Patty. It's so nice to drive home and listen to you every day. Aww, I'm I'm so happy to know I'm in your car with you. Uh, I'll try I'll try to keep it down if you're in uh, stressful situations. And and today she means keep it down. Literally. (laughs) Yeah. have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon, Nicole. Uh, all right. Let's take, uh, let's take another, you know, let me, let me take a break so that we can, uh, maybe get into some politics too. And if you've never called before, we have two more gift cards to give away. If like you want. You seven, yeah. 773-763-9278. That's our number to call or text and put that in your phone. If you're, when you get home later, mm-hmm. remember to, to just put it in your phone so you can call next time for a first time or Friday. Yeah, 773-763-9278. More in a moment. We'll get Robert when we come back on WCPT 820 Heartland Signal.
1: You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez. There's
2: so much that goes on behind closed doors
1: on WCPT 820.
2: We are back. It is uh, Patty Vasquez hanging out here with you until seven o'clock. Coming up at six o'clock, we're going to be joined by Mike Crowley. You probably agree, reviewer, and you can go to ypa review ypa dot com ypa we Well, ask Mike when he comes in. And Jerry Walski is going to be in studio with us as well. We're giving away our First Timer Friday gift cards. Uh, give us a call at 773-763-9278. Uh, I did get a call on my voicemail, my my business phone. Someone called and was like, I'm a first-time caller. I'm like, this is my, my business phone. Uh, so you've got to call into the station during the show when we announce First Timer Fridays. So it's 773-763-9278. Let's go to Robert in Chicago. Hey, Robert. How you doing, my friend?
3: Good. How are you?
2: I'm better now. <laughs> doing much better now. Sounds like it. Yes. Thank you. What's on your mind, my friend? Have you called the show before? Uh,
7: no. First time.
2: Hey! Hello. Woo! Ding, 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 ding. Whatever. Woo! We've got a gift card for you. you uh, thank you so much for calling. Where'd you grow up, Robert? Uh, what was that please? Where'd you grow up? Oh, uh, uh, uh Chicago. In Chicago. Where'd you go to high school? I always ask these questions. Yeah, she loves high school questions. Yes, I do. What's, where'd you go to high uh, school? Lane Tech. Oh. Hello. Class 89, baby. LA, LA. LA L-A-L-A-L-A-N-E-T. I'm sorry. <laughs> go Lane T, will there be true? No? I'm not going to sing with me, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no school spirit whatsoever. I, 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 I
7: remember I, I, him well. You what? I forget the words. You forget the words. words.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I I was out last night with a friend of mine, and she knew way more of the song than I did. So I'm with you on that, Robert. (laughs) Now, I know you had something uh, on your mind about uh, Biden and Harris, the Biden and Harris ticket. You don't think it's a good idea? No, uh, just
7: because the um, uh, that as important as the election is, at least uh, I think on the left that, that we feel it is. That um, if anything happened to Biden, and it, it doesn't have to be anything, uh, you know, uh, uh, fatal, but even if during the election he got sick, and the and the chance of an eighty-year-old person getting sick is is not out of the out of the realm. Yeah. Um, you know that that I think would scare the electorate, and um, uh, unfortunately, Harris does not have a um, does not instill. Confidence into the electorate, and uh, i, I, I don 't think her favorable ratings are, are terribly high, and even in that type of a scenario um, you know that, that that could really push it to the other side and uh, and uh, personally i don 't think it 's worth it but uh, i would'd be interested in in a lot of people 's thoughts on that because it's uh, um, I, I, I think a lot of people On the left feel that this is an extremely important election and, um, you know, I hate to say existential because it's been overused, but, uh, that would be, uh, you know, that, that's, that's how a lot of people, uh, including myself, view it. And it, it just seems like too much of a risk. Whereas if you had a younger ticket, you know, like uh, Princeton Newsom or, or Sherrod Brown or any 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 of the others that that are younger and a stronger ticket, then that type of an issue uh, would not uh, would not uh, come uh, come up.
2: And um, I I think you know. I think part of it, Robert, is that you're being reasonable, right? You're mm -hmm. you're expressing your concerns. And what cracks me up uh, is that uh, Republicans aren't reasonable and don't have these conversations when a guy has 91 charges and four indictments. So weird. I think
4: it plays through if Nikki Mm -hmm. Haley is is the Republican. He'll be hesitant to want be, I, I be excited think, about her. I, 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 I'm saying if Trump is out of the equation entirely and it's Nikki Haley going against, and all of a sudden Biden goes back, and then all of a sudden you got Haley against, Interesting. you got two women against each other or whatever or the perception of that right. changes. I think uh, totally what he's saying lines up, you know, whereas it's, but right now it's still, no matter what, it's still Trump and if right. you're going against Trump and is as not imperfect as it may be having an eighty-something-year-old man who's getting the job done, though he can't argue with that. He's getting the job done. And I
2: think it's going to be important but, to have as many proxies out there as possible. Mm-hmm. Whether it's everybody you mentioned, to Robert, show it's like, a team
4: effort. Yeah, like you know.
2: Newsom and Pritzker and Obama. Right. Are that obviously, our bench is deep. Yeah, it shows
4: that our bench is deep. That'll be important too. But if if it just remains Trump as is their guy, I, I mean, I, I, you can't afford. You know, we we we, we got to get it done with Biden and, and Harris. I mean, and, just and, I
2: th- and I think it's not uh, unlikely that, a, that someone in their seventy, in their late seventies, mm-hmm. as President Biden has been serving in his late seventies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, also we're all vulnerable to what, you know, depending on how we take care of ourselves. And for what I can tell, Joe Biden does a pretty good job of staying yeah. in shape. And intellectually, he yeah. still I just you know, had
4: a pulmonary embolism a month and a half ago. So I mean, <laughs> right, seriously, I, right. anybody can go in any given time. Going to be wrong. So right. I mean, Biden could kick my butt in a in a bike ride contest or something right now
2: and robert i mean like i think you'd agree that trump is equally as vulnerable to the age issue as well don't you think
7: oh oh, absolutely and that's why um that that if you had your bets and Uh, and she said you know right you know if he got if he got if he got sick equally as well and they threw haley into the into the mix real quick which you know that they would do whatever it takes Mm -hmm. um yeah, then then it would be a a problem and if both of them got very sick and it was Haley mm-hmm. against Harris it'd exactly. still win Haley um the, to me it's not worth the risk if you just put a strong ticket no matter what happens on the other side mm-hmm. I think you'll beat them on this side it's a hell of a risk and uh and if we're wrong what happens
4: Yeah. But I mean it traditionally though this is how it this is how it flows you know what I mean the, the incumbent president Runs again, unless for some reason he just, they decide not to, but it's just, just the kind of way it goes. And to to make a drastic change, uh, of course, especially when, I got, man, they're getting a lot of good stuff done, too. It's not right. like he deserves to go, other than the fact that he may be a little too old and may have some issues down the road, which we'll have to prove out. Um, He's, there's no reason not to uh, to let him have a second shot at it because he's doing an amazing job the whole team is, i mean right. I, I guess what Patty said, I think yes, we got to show how deep our our, our bench is and yeah. just and we got you know' we're, we got we want and just between the Congress I mean look at the how what a mess they are, trying to run the, oh, the house my God, you know so and bad. all that so there's just so many reasons to keep the and again I'm not the biggest national democratic party. Uh, pro person at, at all. I mean, the fact that they won, lost to Trump in 2016, uh, they lost, they they ruined it for women's rights. For oh um, God, you know so they hung bad. their head on a judicial uh, th- th- and every woman's uh, uterus on a judicial thing, Roe versus Wade, rather than getting it done in, in Congress, which they're sent to do. Yeah, you know, and the fact in all these states that we hear about that they that they don't that they just leave the barren with nobody representing it all. That there's just Republicans running on un- it unopposed. Yeah. So I'm not a huge fan. I think you see that when you come to the station too. We're progressive, and we're 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 on this. We're thinking forward, but we're not married to anybody. Whereas with Republicans, yeah, they're, they're, married the, they're married to it. They're married to it full. Even even their electeds are, which at least. You know, Democrats, yeah, there's not everybody out there. Everybody's a team player. There's going to be some lousy guys out there. But there's enough of good people who pick up the mantle and go with it and make the difference. And that's how deep our bench is, those people. And we've proven that the Democrats are really the only ones, the adults in the room. That can actually get the stuff done, you know, okay. uh, and want to.
2: And we got some good adults in the room. Yeah. I appreciate that, Robert. Well done. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Point. And hang on the line so Alejandro can take your inf- your information, and we're going to send out a gift card. We're so glad that you called. Please don't let it be the last time. Okay. Yeah. Go
4: lane. You bet. <laughs> yeah. I learned the words to the lane lane yeah. tech song.
2: <laughs> Stand by. Let's uh, uh yeah go go lane to you. I think I there's that. actually a line before that. Tony uh, Arceli uh-huh. uh, was singing it last night on the air, and I was like, I <laughs> was a really. By the way, that Bernie. Bush Brewery, we got to go hang out there. It's yeah, a beautiful good. venue, nice. wow. great for comedy. So uh, they're mm-hmm. they're gonna be booking more shows coming up. I believe their next show is on January 25th. I might broadcast from there again. It's really a nice little place. Oh, to I saw broadcast the photos. From.
4: You know, we yeah, have a, a remote or anything like that. Whatever. So
2: good. Let's go to a gym from Chicago. What's a, you want to respond to to Robert's uh, thoughts on that? <laughs>
7: yeah, I just because that's the uh, you know that's the uh, the going rate of uh, what's going on at the moment, but. I, I think that Biden was at a fundraiser in Boston just this week, last week, at the beginning of last weekend. He said, I don't know if I would run. He said, if Trump wasn't the candidate, if, if Trump could mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he, really? yeah. he, he, he might drop out. He might drop out. Biden said, I might drop out. And he's actually forcing Biden's hand. That's the ridiculous thing about this. I and mean, you've got to remember the run up to the uh, 2020 nomination. Biden was dead in the water. Mm-hmm. Until yeah. he got to South Carolina, yeah. everybody gave up on him. The media gave up on him.
2: Everybody gave Remember? up on him. Yeah. It, uh, by <laughs> I, the way, so Jim, so I have a friend who is Joe Biden's uh, body guy, meaning he's the guy that makes sure he's on his schedule that he has everything he needs when, needs when he's meeting and greeting people, like you know, giving uh, him a heads up on names and things. So he called me and he goes, "Hey, do you want uh, he do you want the boss to make a video for you? Meaning Joe Biden making a, a you know a, a little endorsement video?" And we struggled. Uh-huh. But and I don't know that top, my friend right. Mark would have been able to get it done or not, but we were like, I don't know. He's right. not really that. Yeah, right, because he was we're progressive. Yeah. Is that really, you know, he wasn't doing right. that well no, compared
4: to all the other it, names that were out there at the time. Yeah. Right. No, he on was March, not. A hit, right. On March exactly.
2: 15th, you know, a couple was, of days before the election right. for me, uh, we we didn't know if we could. We should yeah. take his endorsement. There you go. How yeah. weird
7: is point. that? Yeah,
6: right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Looking
7: it back. was Jim. Who was the, who was the, uh, uh, the House Representative guy? That Jim, he's a black guy. I can't remember his last name, but he's the one that brought. Biden back around. He revived his mm. candidacy, mm-hmm. yeah, I and there, but yeah, uh, I, 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 yeah, he revived his candidacy, and uh, Biden went on to win. But Biden, I, I swear in my heart, hearts that he wouldn't have won. If it wasn't for Trump. No, yeah. I, I think oh, it yeah. yeah. right. was some other right. candidate. Right. some other candidate, I think he would have been just satisfied to take Because he's made a few yes. bucks in his day. He's well, been well, but he, working for he's years, accomplished, 25,
4: 30 years. He's accomplished yeah. a ton. And he knows that there's got to be a younger generation coming up behind him but to, to have that bench move well, up. You know, I think he, he's, he's He, 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 he knows that. He,
7: knows every, knows. Every, he, he, he knows. doesn't know that. Yeah, he doesn't know that by now. Think Jim. about
2: Jim Clyburn.
7: That's who. Jim Clyburn, yeah. that's the guy to revive his candidacy, uh-huh. uh-huh. exactly. Uh-huh. And when you think about the uh, the mental acumen, let's take Miklosi in her 80s. Uh-huh. She succinctly said, this impeachment is insane. The real impeachment was Trump holding funds from right. the Ukraine president. Uh-huh. But he had no yeah. right to do it because she know she nobody knows the rules like Pelosi knows the rules in the in the House of Representatives. Nobody yeah. does. No. When they bury her, they'll bury the uh, protem pro tem of she knows every rule in the place. <laughs>
4: yeah.
7: And the other thing I to say real quick, if 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 they could get Gerald Kushner for Christmas and Trump can get him up there in Mar a Lago i try to get him drunk or something. I'd tell you, Spani, the $250 million in New York, the $150 million that, 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 that his lawyer just ran up this afternoon, uh, uh, you know, the mayor of New York, the right, Yeah, Yeah, see, but the $2 billion he got from the Saudis, if he spreads it around... He could probably you know, do, you know send a little money to the orphanages for Christmas. You know <laughs> he pays all these fines for everybody. Yeah. But anyway, I, but this is just the reality. We're, that's the reality. But Trump is not going to. He's going to win the nomination, yeah. even though he's completely insane. Uh, lately, in, in Iowa, he he. I heard I his speeches. He's absolutely gone. I mean, he's gone. He, he's he's gone. I, I think he's got Alzheimer's. He's God as my judge, and, yeah. and not only that. But at his age, and if I had 91 indictments, I'm yeah, about four years younger. than. If I had 91 indictments, I'd be. <laughs> 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 I couldn't even I'd be sold American. I wouldn't. Yeah. I'd be running for Mexico. I'd <laughs> be in Mexico
2: City. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, uh, 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 you guys take hey, care. Thanks. Take I'm care. Run to the news. Thank you so much. So let's take a break here. And uh, we'll come back with Mike Crowley mm-hmm. after our news break on WCPTA Twenty Heartland Signal.
1: Driving it home. Vasquez, Patty Vazquez. From global conflicts to greenhouse gases. The you refusing to wear masks, says. And politicians getting caught grabbing ass says. She's driving it home with Patty Vasquez.
2: Hello, and happy Friday, everybody. Hope that you're happy, healthy, and safe wherever you are today. I want to say hello to our friends in Minneapolis-St. Paul, listening on KTNF 950 AM. And uh, it's Friday, and I thought it would be nice to talk a little bit about uh, some entertainment and uh, what's at the movies. Joining us is the reviewer for You'll Probably Agree. You mm-hmm. got it, right? Uh, <laughs> probably agree. Reviews. Mike Crowley joins us in studio. Good to oh, have you back, my friend. How's it Hi. going, everyone? Hello, hello. Uh, so it is, you know, the holiday season uh, is obviously very popular for sitting down either at home watching streaming or still DVDs or videos, whatever you got. Uh, hunkering I, down I with love the family. physical
0: media, so I'll always have DVDs and videos have present. You,
2: have you seen that there's a, I mean, like the, I think Oppenheimer's, uh, the 4K, mm-hmm. b- b- Is it Blu-rays? It's
0: sold yeah, out right away. I just got that in the mail They. Sent me the 4K with it, but it also has a Blu-ray. The only problem with my 4K is my TV doesn't have DTS enabled for my home theater, mm-hmm. so I got to use the Blu-ray and put it in my PS3 to actually enable DTS to get the full surround sound experience.
2: I feel like we have to do a little shorthand for people. So digital theater sound.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, because there's DTS and Dolby Digital, and I have like a I have like a home theater. It's like 20 years old. It's right. got like Bose speakers, like those little square ones. Sure, but. Oh my gosh. It makes movies sound so amazing and especially with Oppenheimer. I gotta I, I wanna watch it in four K, but I'll watch it In uh, 1080, just so I can get the sound because the sound, especially Ludwig Van Goreson's score, Mm. is incredible. Like, have you seen Oppenheimer? I have not. Oh, okay. There's a sequence like early on in the film where he's talking to Kenneth Branagh, and Branagh's telling him that studying physics is like going through sheet music. And he asks him, "Can you hear the music?" And when he does, they have this tempo that just moves so fast, and they cut to like this whole montage of Oppenheimer just processing information and learning and I remember watching that in the theater and I'm like this is cinema this is what it is
2: okay so a good way to watch it is as good of a quality uh, sound system and visually as you possibly can we don't all have but you mentioned uh, also PS3 so for folks who don't know that's a Playstation 3
0: Playstation 3 those are all my (laughs) Blu-rays I don't buy Blu-rays I buy Playstations I I never have time to play them anymore right me neither and I lost patience with them like some games it's like oh I gotta learn how to beat this boss and I'm like that's just too boring like I'll just switch it on easy and defeat them. <laughs> <laughs> there
2: you go. I still, uh, I still have my PlayStation 2 and uh, Goldeneye, actually. Uh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm putting that all together in the basement. So. Um, but yeah, I, I have not seen Oppenheimer, which obviously is uh, you know going to do very well on streaming. It's sold out on all the DVDs because people now want to have I think in part, uh, a lot of entertainers, writers, are telling people buy the hard copy of something because mm-hmm. we, what we learned during the strike is that uh, studios will remove their their. Projects yep. off, you know, and and all of a sudden it's just gone. So now when I'm getting my screeners from SAG aftra I'm going to keep everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, because that that's the main thing is like what the, the uh, you could have something on Netflix that you've been watching and it could disappear. Yeah. For instance, I have Chappelle's show, and. Y- Because I have it on DVD, I've never lost a copy of it. It used to be on, I think, HBO. Then it got removed. It was on Netflix, and then it got removed. And there's nowhere to find it. But if you have the original DVD, you can just pop it in and play it. Another great thing about having physical media is that you don't have to worry about your internet connection. Exactly. You can just play. I mean, the only thing you would have to worry about is if you scratch the disc or get fingerprints on it. But you can can clean those up with, like, lens cleaner. They're pretty durable. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I agree. Uh, Let me see if I've got this. uh, Is the camera okay? Uh, Alex, I think we wrote okay on that because I, I, I moved everything around earlier. But I have... Uh been watching I've been trying to catch up as much as I can I did see Barbie I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet mm-hmm. and uh, when I met when we, we messaged about you coming on today you uh, let me know that Wonka is coming out this weekend mm-hmm. I have never I've only seen the original with Gene Wilder
0: oh okay so um, you never saw the Johnny Depp one where he plays like Michael Jackson instead of no is Willy that what w- it's like yeah like his, he sounds like Michael Jackson he looks like Michael Jackson and he claims that wasn't like an influence on him but I say he, he, he that's a lie oh boy <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well done. Well, and Gene Wilder just had such a yeah. quirky, beautiful performance in uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate yeah.
0: Factory. It's irreplaceable. Yeah. And I mean, that, that was probably my main gripe with Wonka is Timothy Ch- Timothee Chalamet, Chalamet is good in it, but he's not great. Like, you know, he can sing, but there are like certain notes that, you know, that are high or low that he can't hit. And... He tries to have sort of the same welcoming personality that Gene Wilder had, but you know, he just can't quite get there. But even with that, the movie has enough charm and enough okay. like beautiful production design and great special effects, although some of the CGI looked a little eh, to to keep it moving. And it was it's 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 a movie that's a prequel to Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory. where you find out... So you're not
2: getting Augustus Gloop and all those characters. You're not getting Mm. the kids that uh, fall into the chocolate pond or blew up like a blueberry. Okay,
0: No, this is about how Willy Wonka started selling chocolate. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so he goes to this place to sell chocolate, but there's like a chocolate cartel... That won't <laughs> let him no. sell chocolate. So he has to basically fight against the cartel in order to get his chocolate distributed to people across the world. But yeah, he goes That's there. funny. Yeah, he, he ends up becoming like hostage to this hotel he stayed in because Willy Wonka can't read. And in the fine print, they say like if you if you go to this hotel, you're like basically forced to do like labor for us and you can't escape so it's it's really about him trying to get out of there and just spread his chocolate and spread happiness and enjoy across the world there's no creepy stuff where Willy Wonka is like you know turning kids into giant balloons and all that. Although there is a sequence where everyone's, like, eating chocolate and they end up getting, like, hair on their face because it had, like, Yeti's breath on it or something like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's funny. It, it, It was a good movie. It's directed by the guy who does the Paddington movies. Okay. So it just has this wonderful charm to it that is genuinely uplifting and sweet and... I I was surprised how much I liked it. I really thought, oh, God, this movie's going to be terrible. You know, Timothy Chalamet is mostly known just for, like, brooding in movies. Right. And all of a sudden I'm like, I'm going to get this, like, brooding emo kid to play Willy Wonka. But he did a decent job. Not great, but it was okay. It was good enough.
2: Because Gene Wilder brings both a sense of whimsy and danger, I think, to to that character. Is there a similar element to this? Or do you think that we're supposed to believe that everything he goes through in this part of his life is why he, becomes the kind of guy he is. That's
0: exactly it. It's okay. like he's, he's not dangerous, but he is whimsical. We get to see how he like meets the Oompa Loompas. And he, okay. And the, the Oompa Loompa is played by a CGI version of uh, Hugh Grant. And it looks... Ew. Yeah, it looks weird. Oh, it I need to see animated.
2: that. Hold on a second. I had to pull up an image of this. Hugh Grant as a Oompa Loompa? I do yeah. not approve of this at all. This is messing me up completely. So I don't know if I have told you this story. I'm sure I've shared it on the air at least once. Uh-huh my aunt my aunt Pat uh, at every and my uncle Jack yep. at every funeral every wedding every gathering of our family have to tell this story about how my my cousin Jeff uh-huh. got a gumball machine for Christmas when we were four years
0: old oh my gosh
2: and he was there was the light from the window was hitting his face and he looked purple and I started screaming and crying that Jeff was gonna blow up like a blueberry and I <laughs> and again I not to not to make this show all about how I, I can't hold things down but I I threw up from the anxiety of thinking that my cousin was going to blow up like a blueberry.
0: Oh my god! So I
2: already have a lot of trauma associated with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Now, if you're going to tell me that one of my biggest crushes from my 20s, yeah, and by the way, my, I, I, I started dating my husband partly uh, based on the fact that he looked like Hugh Grant. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> Sorry, sweetie. Yeah, my husband knows that.
0: But uh, yeah, I'm not.
2: This, this is this going to be traumatizing? Is it going to add no, my I trauma know.
0: of the? It's not. It's not like terrifying. He just looks kind of fake because like his head is like slapped on this tiny little body. He's like so small. Can fit in a jar.
2: Ew. Yeah, I he's, don't. Oh, I don't know. I don't like this at all.
0: Yeah, but uh, he's charming in it. He's a charming Oompa Loompa. <laughs> okay. But he, but he, he does looks angry look,
2: in this picture.
0: He, he, he looks like a cartoon character. You that know, so that, that, that's weird. the main thing. He looks like a cartoon character, but he does have this sort of charm to it. That's real nice. At first, I was like, why did they just hire you know a dwarf? for the role. But that's but they didn't because this Oompa Loompa is so short, he's shorter than the other ones. So they could kind of just cast whatever actor they want. With Snow White with the live action version of Snow White and the seven dwarfs, that's a different story. That one they should have actually cast dwarves in instead of like CGIing like the same person. Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? That's like they're they're available. Why not call them and get them in the film? But Ah, that that's a whole other thing. I know Peter Dinklage like went off about that too. Okay. But yeah. no, I mean this film, it's it's sweet, it's fun. It has some really great musical numbers. It's weird. They're not advertising this movie as a musical, but it is a musical.
2: Because but I, I also don't think of the original necessarily as a musical, but it right. does have a lot of uh, musical numbers in it.
0: Right, exactly. You know, there's there's an, uh you know, World of Imagination which right. is uh th- that song I could you know, sing all day. Can Love, See, yeah in the world, I don't know the lyrics
2: but world <laughs> of imagination Gene Wilder <laughs> is absolutely ethereal I just I loved everything
0: He was timeless He's, he's wonderful and he left the industry early you know he was like I, I don't know what his last film was but I I know that he was in movies but he left the film industry and they asked him why did you leave and he said I liked the entertainment, but I didn't like the business side of it. You know, I can which, feel that. I yeah. can feel
2: that tremendously. And he, and also, I mean, I don't know if he left around the time, like before or after, Gil Radner, uh, w- you know, yeah. died from uh, from cancer. Uh, what a really heartbreaking story all around. And but I just love. G- I don't. I'm not a big fan of Blazing Saddles. Right. But uh, but still, I mean, he's incredible in that.
0: Yeah, he's great. That young Frankenstein yes. is probably my favorite one that he's in. He screams a lot in that movie. Oh yeah. my goodness! You know, like I don't know how he didn't blow out his lungs, but <laughs> he, yeah, like he—he's a personality that is just so kind and giving that. You know, you can see him as Willy Wonka, even when he's like doing horrible things to kids. You're still like, oh, but he's he's a good guy. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because his whole point was to give the factory over to someone who was poor and could appreciate right. some of the smaller. Because he, because Willy Wonka himself was poor. Right. And he he ended up having to kind of pave his own way in order to run the factory.
2: Uh- yeah. I'm curious to see I, I might see this one. I, I never wanted to see the Johnny Depp version. It just it didn't appeal to me at all. It's just it's terrible. <laughs>
0: that's good to know. It's weird. It has like an eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. or something like that. I've heard
2: good I've heard good things about it. I just it just never drew me in.
0: <laughs> I, I never like I didn't like the musical bits. I didn't like like there there's a the only thing that worked was the backstory to Willy Wonka's dad is a dentist and like eating chocolate like makes your teeth go bad. So it was like him kind of rebelling against his dad.
2: Eating steak also makes your teeth go bad i mean yeah, like everything, everything you eat yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> you have water you're good other yeah. than that you're pretty much everything <laughs> i don't know what that was weird
0: all of a sudden. I think I think that was <laughs> Timothy Chalamet calling, calling in, in to say, "Be like, what Johnny, do you mean I'm mediocre?" Or Johnny Depp
2: calling in to say, "I was not doing Michael Jackson." Yeah, I was not
0: doing <laughs> Michael Jackson. Okay, also, I only moonwalked once in the film.
2: Also, my husband, yeah, my husband uh, texted because I was talking about how uh, I started dating him because he looked like uh, Hugh Grant when we yeah. were, and he still. But uh, he goes, "How about?" Because these are some of my crushes that he's texting me about. Which is, uh, I also liked uh, Gopher from Love Boat. Yeah, and Larry Wilcox, John Baker from uh, Chips. Mm. Now, everyone like there. Gutrada i liked uh i like officer Baker anyway Apparently, pasty
0: white guys is what we're going with. There you go. I mean, I, I have my, I think like my crush growing up was uh, Winona Ryder. Nice. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's, I, I also, well, see, I also like John Schneider from uh, from Dukes of Hazard, And uh, Michael J. Fox was probably my biggest crush. Michael J. Fox. Oh, yeah. I loved, loved I, that was one of the few, uh, I only wrote two fan letters in my life. One was to Michael J. Fox, and the other was to van Gooley mm. who actually uh, I sent me a letter back saying thank oh, you Oh, really? and a signed autograph photo yeah and oh my and, gosh. and then i've gotten to be on uh, Sven Sengguli's show oh. so I've, I've been the hand at the door and uh, so that was kind <laughs> of cool. and he pulled me out and let me be on camera that was very That's was amazing a, I to rubber chickens at him
0: sebastian oh my god He's still around too he's still doing it i think
2: oh, yeah. oh absolutely sengguli yeah. is out yeah he's amazing let's take a break here we're hanging out with Mike Crowley from you'll probably agree reviews ypa reviews.com
0: yep you got it
2: ypa reviews.com to find out about uh, some of the great movies that are out there and we'll talk about his uh, top 10 list, and uh, we'll continue my conversation about uh, Christmas horror movies, because I just, apparently this year I could not let go of
0: Halloween. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More well, after this. next year's going to be horrifying.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're not wrong. More <laughs> after this on WCPTA 20 Heartland Signal and KTNF 950 AM in Minneapolis-St. Paul.
1: You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Baskets on WCPT 820.
2: We are in studio with Mike Crowley, the publisher and Hello, reviewer folks. of y- you'll probably agree ypa reviews go to ypa reviews.com you'll probably agree. That's right. Hope you Crowley.
0: will. Yeah. Or disagreeing. we don't know. <laughs> that's a,
2: and that's okay too. It's a where I have a. have thought about this recently cuz the entire uh profession of yeah. being a critic. Do we know like like it had to be authors, right? First? Like who do you think was were the first sort of legion of reviewers? Like it, was it people writing reviews of books like in the, I, I'm curious. It, it could
0: be that. I mean, I know Pauline kale was like one of the first like real big major critics. And that like predates Roger Ebert. Right. You know, Roger Ebert was the guy who popularized it and okay. put it on television. With you the know, thumbs
2: up and thumbs yeah, down.
0: Like we wouldn't have reviewers and video essays and all that if it weren't for him. You know, like he was the guy that started all of it. Like not started film criticism. Like they had critics on TV before. But not like in that format. But of course, that move, that show worked because
2: Cisco and Ebert. Yeah, because
0: they're they're both those guys. Like they, they had like a love hate relationship. And they were always at each other, which it was even worse off here than it was on air.
2: Well, Siskel would rate a movie better if he liked the boobs on one of the women in the movie.
0: Like, <laughs> That's like, weird. You would think Ebert would because he wrote Beyond the Valley right. of the Dolls?
2: But Ebert, I think, really went to the heart of stories. Yeah. I, I He really, you know, would, would break down like the 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 notes of it, the all the elements of it. Yeah. Uh, Siskel was fine. I remember, I uh, in the '90s, I thought of uh, it was it's, it was terrible because Siskel then died because I thought that nobody else seem to be able to break into that in the 90s, right? Until, like, really, I guess, social media and, you know, in Chicago and Rich Roper took over for uh, Siskel, for, for uh, Cisco yeah. for a while, then became a movie reviewer, which for me was problematic because you know Roper had written a piece about how he didn't think women were funny or women can't be funny, kind of. A, and Ooh. this was in the nineties, um, so I, I've always and so he, but he knows he and I have ha- exchanged emails where I just you know he gave he said if he could give Ghostbusters you know with uh, with, the, with the female cast yeah, yeah. if he could give it zero stars he would because it was so incredibly unfunny and I enjoyed it uh, yeah. you know and, and maybe because it ha- it was the women and I kind of enjoy that humor. Right. I don't know. But I'll never forget that he wrote a piece in the 90s about how women are not... Don't, he that's, doesn't find them funny. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. Obviously, he doesn't know... Like, if he knew about half the female comedians I've seen in Chicago, he would have a very different opinion.
2: No, but there are people who just... Their mind shuts off as soon as they see a woman on... I, I dated yeah. a guy before I became a stand-up comic. I was dating a guy. Let's call him Tom because that's his name. And uh, we were <laughs> at we were at the funny firm which became the fallout. This is back yeah. in the 90s. And this has been... 92, before I started doing comedy, and it was, it was actually Norm McDonald was a headliner, oh. and my friend Paul, the guy who became my friend, Paul DiGiulio, I mean, I became friends with both him and uh, Diana Lima. Diana Lima was the feature act at the time. Mm. I believe she was also a headliner, but she was opening for Norm, and as soon as she walked out on stage, my boyfriend Tom said, oh, great, a woman comic. I guess we're going to hear about periods and ba- women's bathrooms and things <laughs> like that. And so people's brains just shut off You know they, it's like, they do.
0: Yeah, well, when you have a Guy comic, they talk about the yep. wieners all the time. Yes, so it's like the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> who cares?
2: Well, and we we mentioned this last night. I was doing a show with uh, with um, all on all woman show, but we didn't make it. Like it's the funny females. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, by the way, folks who knew me at Zanies when I hosted the Funny Females, not my title for the show. Mm. Uh, and I also did not book the show, and they never even put my name on the show, even though I hosted it for seven oh, man, years. Really? But it's fine because um, I just like being providing that, being a part of that show and, and encouraging yeah. other women but but like there were five of us and not one of us w- w- like covered territory that anybody else did and, yeah. and it's and i've never done a show i've never seen a show with all guys where anybody cared that it was a bunch of guys yeah yeah anyway
0: yeah oh my god. yeah and they do have a lot of those like i used to work at a comedy club and they used to have like a lot of those female-led shows and they were great but, yeah, they kind of, they kind of would yeah. have the theme of we're a woman and we're funny, too. It's weird that they have to prove that. Exactly. When, yeah, yeah it, it's been proven there's plenty of funny women.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll have, like, sometimes I'll have just one guy on the show and they'll comment on it. And I'm like, I am always the yeah. only woman on a show. Almost, like, 95% mm. of the time I'm yeah. the only woman. And I try not to draw attention to it because they already know.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. Women in terms of stand-up comedy in the filmmaking world are still overlooked. At least we're getting a little more of them in the in the in the filmmaking world right. now. You know, you know. You have uh, Emerald Ferrer. I can't. The one who directed Saltburn. She's an amazing director. And you know, you also have Catherine Bigelow. You have uh, Cecile Song. You got a lot the of the woman them. who directed uh, Barbie. Oh, yeah. Greta? Yeah, Greta Gerwig. Yeah, she's yeah, great. Women aren't funny? What about Barbie? That movie was hilarious. Exactly.
2: exactly. Well, I, I can't imagine what uh, Roper's uh, comments would be on that. I remember you also had, wrote a piece about, remember the uh, like Real Women's Bodies commercials uh, that I think it was was a Dove? The Dove commercials. Yeah, yeah. And how he, I don't want to see that kind of, yeah. So it was, a, hey, hey, Richard. I'm guessing he doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> Which, and if he didn't, he's, he wouldn't be surprised oh, by I'll, my comments.
0: Oh, I'll ask him in the next screening about that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fair enough. I
0: know, I know we got a screening for Rebel Moon, and uh, I already heard that movie's going to be terrible. Is it a
2: Star Wars movie?
0: No, it's a Zack it Snyder movie? movie.
2: Rebel Moon, isn't that a... It sounds
0: like one. It sounds like it sounds like uh, uh, the one where they have to destroy the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not that. Okay. Yeah, but it's, it looks it's terrible. a Zack Snyder film. So <laughs> Zack Snyder, he's real on and off. Whenever he does his own original ideas, they're just awful. Yeah, You know, I think he had like one good one, but that was about it. Yeah.
2: All right, let's uh, let's take a quick break here. I know that the, if you do want to call and if you have any questions for our movie reviewer Mike Crowley from You'll Probably Agree Reviews, that's YPAREviews.com dot Check out all the work that he's done, uh, and maybe see if there's a movie out there that you've missed, and uh, you can check it out for the holidays. And uh, I look forward to hearing what some of your... I know we're going to a sample of your top 10 list. We don't have to do the list bec- yet because we yeah. can have you come back before uh, the end of the year and uh, do your whole top 10. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. take a break here. More in a moment on WCPT 820 Heartland Signal and KTNF 950 AM Minneapolis St. Paul.
1: to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. Thank you, much for joining us in the...
2: Not until 7 as we drive at home. I'm your host, Patty Vasquez, and joining me in studio is Mike Crowley, the publisher of YPA Reviews. You'll probably agree, reviews. You can go to YPAreviews.com.
0: And, Nailed it. Yeah. And uh, get, all of, uh,
2: get insight on all of his great work. <laughs> and uh, we have a listener in, uh, let's see, Paul is calling in. It's his first time calling, so he also wins a gift card. He's our third winner today. Hey! that? Wonderful. Congratulations, Paul. What's on your mind, my friend?
8: Well, you were talking about the movie Wonka, the origin story of Willy Wonka, and I just thought for those that go see the movie, they might want to uh, take their kids after that over to the Paramount Theater in Aurora because the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory musical is on stage there until like the middle of January, and Mm. I've seen it, and it's very, very good.
0: That's oh! Awesome. Amazing. Thank you for that. Yeah, I you
2: know, love that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's made to be a musical, anyways. Like it's always been a musical, so seeing it on stage would make complete sense. Yeah,
2: I agree. Yeah. My son's school. Have- yeah, go ahead.
8: A lot more. There's more songs in the stage musical than okay. were in the original uh, Willy Wonka, and uh, but they do include Pure Imagination and. Uh, um, you know, I've got a golden ticket, the whole mm. thing. So it's uh, it, it, it definitely, uh, and there's a lot of big production values, big set pieces, uh, very colorful. Um, video sequences and stuff—it's very cool.
2: That sounds great. I'm so glad you shared that with us. So again, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is uh, the musical is playing in Aurora through mid uh, through mid January. Let's see, the Param- yeah. it's a Paramount January Aurora 14th. Yeah, you go yeah. to paramountaurora.com. It's a uh, rolled. I always forget that it's rolled doll. He had such a twisted sense of humor. <laughs> uh, so yes, it's through January 14th. So go to paramountaurora.com. That's another great way to uh, spend some time over the holidays. Go see live theater, and oh, yeah. I, I, as as Paul said, I, I have to imagine it's really a dazzling
0: set and production. Oh, I, I could imagine. I hope they give out candy there so you can get <laughs> Was chocolate. Was it candy, Paul?
8: Uh, I didn't get any candy. Uh, they do sell it in the uh, in the. Uh Lobby, obviously, but uh, and it's <laughs> right. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory is the name of the musical. Uh, it's yes. not Willy Wonka That's in the right. Chocolate
0: Factory. Right. I apologize. Yes. Yeah, I actually had the weirdest. I think I had a dream a couple of nights ago where I got a Wonka bar. And it was like the best chocolate I've ever had in my life. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was weird.
2: Yes, yeah, see, I, I, I that that's gonna be something fun to have uh, some really good chocolate and watch uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's yeah. a really wonderful call, Paul. Thank you for calling in. Uh, where now? Do you live in Aurora or out in those uh, suburbs area, the western suburbs?
8: I live actually up in uh, up in Woodstock. Oh,
2: mm. I love Woodstock. Uh, I, I've had the pleasure of playing the Opera House there a couple times for the comedy festivals. I, I absolutely adore. I've seen you. Oh, I've yeah. seen you. Well, thanks for coming to the oh with, with yeah, me I, with me and emo or the uh, the year after.
8: Uh, with you of emo, yeah. I, yes. I, and I <laughs> I think I. I even went to the uh, afternoon uh, session that you had uh, oh. where people were trying to do stand-up themselves.
2: Oh, thank wow. you for coming out for that. I, I'm so glad that you called in. Hopefully, we, I'll, I'll be out there. I love the Cherry Blossom Inn. The, the, it's just such a great—that's the uh, where Groundhog's Day is supposed to be.
0: Oh, really? At the Cherry
2: Blossom uh, bed and breakfast. I think they actually
0: filmed the commercial there to to for, for yeah. Groundhog's. I can't remember the product, but oh, they, so they cool. actually got Bill Murray in the— did Groundhog Day again. I actually saw that movie for the first time. I think about like four years ago. I can't remember. I I, I can't believe I never saw that movie before. I I was moved by it. it I was love wonderful. the story
2: about how they were they were they were, they were still deciding on the, the location. They hadn't really locked in on mm. Woodstock yet, and they took Harold Ramis up into the uh, bell tower, right? And and mm-hmm. he looked out and you could see. You could. I mean, it's it's just so charming. Woodstock yeah. is just a beautiful place, Paul. It really is.
8: Yeah, we, we love it. We've been here for over 20 years, and um, and I've been able to act on the opera out stage in some community theater and stuff. So it's a lot of fun.
2: Wonderful. Wow. Well, I'm so glad you called in. Hang on the line, and uh, we're going to get your information. Alejandro, if you can grab his info, and we will send out a gift card for our first-time caller, hopefully not last-time caller, uh, Paul from Woodstock. Have a great night and a wonderful weekend. Thank you, Patty. Thank you, thank you. Stand by. Let me put you on hold so that Alejandro uh, can get you. There you go. Um, so we've got uh, we've got movies to talk about. Uh, let's talk about some of your favorite movies. You have to do the Absolutely. whole, your top ten yet if you don't want to.
0: But Probably let me know what, where you're headed with this. Sure. So I can start. Should I just start backwards and yeah. go to the first one? All right. So number ten is The Zone of Interest. It's a movie that will make your stomach turn. There's no on-screen violence. Everything is implicated, which makes what's going on in the film much more terrifying and here's what's going on in the film it's a story about a guy who's a commandant to the Auschwitz camp and he is living a normal like family life in a house that's just across the street from there and basically it's just about how he is performing horrible heinous actions but you mostly just see a regular family going through a regular life next door
2: Whoa! Yeah, as as is. as people are being tortured and killed. Yeah, exactly. Wow, like, the zone of interest.
0: Yeah, it's done by Jonathan Grazer. It's either Glazer or Grazer. <laughs> I'm not sure, but he's the guy who did Sexy Beast. He, if you've ever seen Under the Skin, he he did that one, and that's a very disturbing film. It's kind of it's kind of like that that movie where it's a movie about an alien who basically goes out, seduces other men, and then kills them. So yeah, and then eventually she. Well, I don't want to give away the ending, but it's it's a commentary on basically sexuality and predatory behavior, and this this one is basically a commentary on rich people living out their ideal life while other people are being tortured and killed. And it's an absolute it's a, it's an infuriating film to see, you know, because you basically <sighs> I think at one point they're complaining about some of the noise next door. You know, Right, and, which
2: is people probably screaming and yeah, dying.
0: Yeah. Wow. And there's like a scene, and they don't hide what's going on. In, like, There's a scene in the beginning where they're actually going over the plans on how to operate the oven oh to burn God. people. Yeah, and they're just talking like it's a normal, everyday thing. They're like, okay, well, you just have it this degree, and then you do that. And, okay, yeah, I'll do that. And it's just, it's a movie where it doesn't get into grisly violence, but what's implicated is what makes it more just horrifying and terrifying. And yeah, it's definitely... It's coming out next year, I believe. So I got to see it this year. But yeah, for like Best Foreign Language Film, mm. I would definitely put it up there. That and Anatomy of a Fall, which that didn't make my top ten, but it was really close. And it, the, both films have this actress in it. Her name is Sandra Huller, and she's fantastic. Like, an Anatomy of a Fall, is about a woman who's an author who's talking to... Uh, basically, someone, someone like a journalist who's interviewing her, and while that happens, her husband falls out the uh, large house that they have and dies, and her blind son who's walking around with his guide dog discovers him, and then there's this whole uh, investigation that gets opened up r- regarding whether or not she pushed him out the window oh or if he committed suicide. And it's a commentary on, because it takes place in France, France's judicial, judicial system. And basically, you get to see how it's corrupt and yeah. how we wonder if this girl really did push this guy out the window or not. And it becomes this mystery and it becomes more of a political, psychological sort of thriller that doesn't let you go. But it didn't quite make it. Zone of Interest was just... More captivating to me. It's captivating by being slow cinema. It's right. just long shots wow. of just people going to get their dinner or going for a swim, right? You know, and it's it's like you just, you just can't believe people are this clueless to such mayhem going on. But then again, it's kind of like Americans when they admit, when they ignore what's going on in the world. And they're like, well, it's not happening here, so that's okay. Just another day. Yeah, except in Auschwitz, it's happening right next door to this guy's large home. But uh, they ignore it. But at number nine, I have Poor Things. And uh, I don't know if you've heard of this movie, but no. it's from Jorgos Lathamos, who makes some of the most bizarre films you'll ever see. Like he did The Lobster uh he did the secret ki- the killing of a sacred deer this movie is a frankenstein story where Frankenstein discovers not his but her played by Emma Stone, her sexuality. And basically she discovers through Polite Society how basic how there are a bunch of hypocrites and people in general just wanna have sex. And in between we just do whatever we can to kill the time. But yeah, it's it's a heavily sexual film. Wow. Sometimes a little too sexual. Where it like it goes on for like a good twenty minutes where Emma Stone is just like Prostituting herself, and but it's basically about how someone learns about the hypocrisy of polite society, but also becomes because well, in the beginning the Frankenstein monster is given a child's brain, and she can't. She's just kind of reacting to things like there's there's a scene where there's like a dead corpse laying on a slab, and she's just stabbing out the eyes for fun. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh.
2: So, because well, I saw I saw a poster of this. I was in Los Angeles a yeah. couple weeks ago, and so you see all the billboards and like posters that you, you, you see them there much sooner than you see anywhere else in the country. Yeah, and uh, I, I saw this poster of Emma Stone, and it, she looks so straight, like you know, very pale and dark yeah. hair, and shockingly much younger than she actually is. They, I don't know, how they've done that. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Does she yeah. look younger, almost uh, more
0: childlike? She, I, I think they play her off that way because yeah. she's given a child's brain where she doesn't right. quite know everything that's going around her yet. Going she's like an, act- around an her actress
2: yet. where she looks like she's a child because that's yeah. what she's portraying. Wow.
0: Yeah, I mean, like it's super bad. she was playing someone in high school, but I don't know if she was like high school age then. She could have been in her 20s. Wow, but, that yeah, is wild. It's, uh, Emma Stone, I mean, that, that's definitely an Oscar nominee lock for me for her performance okay. as Bella because, I mean, she, she, she does a wonderful English accent and she also just kind of really goes there and just does whatever the director tells her to do. And it's a fearless performance. Like, it's one that I, I definitely would recommend for Best Actress. Okay. Yeah. All right.
2: So we've got, uh, so far we've got the In the Zone.
0: Uh, the it, Zone of Interest, Poor Things. The- and, and then there's and then at number 8. So Zone of Interest is number 10, Poor Things is number 9. Number 8 is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And this film is great because it's a groundbreaking achievement in apps in animation. The film is absolutely stunning to look at. It's like a comic book and anime brought to life with such color your eyeballs will pop out of your head. Okay. Yeah. It uses the multiverse not to just bring back old things but also introduce new things there's an amazing sequence where there's like an entire world filled with other spider men and women and it's like a utopia of them, and just the sequence alone is incredible. This movie's a, this movie's two and a half hours—not two and a half, but like two hours and twenty minutes—and for an animated film, that's incredible because most animated films are like an hour and a half or something like that. And this one, it's it's amazing the style. It's like a mixture of stop motion animation and CGI. And it's just a wonderful world of color. And, of course, it gets to the heart of Spider-Man. He's someone who wants to help other people. And the cliffhanger that this movie ends on, because there's going to be a third one, is that he's going to go save someone, even though he's told not to. Okay. Because it would break a canon event. It would break the multiverse. And he doesn't want to do that. So it's really about Spider-Man coming to terms with who he can save and what he can do and how he can be the best superhero he can be. But also, he's restrained by the let's just say the other beings that be that won't allow him to do what he does but I mean I just saw this and I'm like I can't believe they pulled this off this is an incredible animated film and it's entertaining throughout it's a blast to see and yeah I mean yeah I, I sorry Martin Scorsese but I nominated an animated film for one of my favorite ones <laughs> and a
2: superhero to boot yeah uh, I would say that uh, we've become huge fans in my well at least I am I, I am yeah. I have fallen in love with Jake Johnson who does the voice of uh of Peter Parker, yeah. In uh, and he's from Evanston, by the way. I just huh. I was just reading, he's from Evanston. He has a movie coming out next year called Self Reliant. I look forward to talking about that mm. uh, down the road. Obviously, when you have a chance to see it, but uh, he ha- there's a small film. I- my husband will text me. I'm guessing in a few minutes to remind me what the name of the movie was. He filmed in yeah. Chicago, where he plays a gambler. That's really it's a nice mm. little independent film that you might like too. Oh it's wow! It's got so much uh, Chicago texture to it. So yeah,
0: and really I really good. liked this Peter Parker. His Peter Parker was more of kind of like the schlubby guy who's done it for so long, he's just more occupied with just being a normal person. like in this one, Peter Parker's a dad and he's got his like little spider baby with him where like she crawls on walls and does everything. But yeah, it's like I've never I've never seen a Spider Man who's so laid back, you know, he's uh, like he's out of shape. He's eating pizza. He's like, Yeah, you know, how's it going with your day? And he's he's more of a he's more of kind of like a, a Spider Man that's not as dweeby but more right. like like chill. I don't want, to, yeah, more chill, like and, more and, normal,
2: and that's that's kind of Jake Johnson's uh, Jake Johnson's vibe, I guess, is the best way to put it. Like in general, he was. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched New Girl, but that was no, no. he plays Nick on New Girl. Huh. Okay, uh, let's take a break here. We're hanging out with Mike Crowley. He's the uh, the the publisher of You'll Probably Agree Reviews. Mm-hmm. Go to y p a reviews dot com, then find out about all the great work that he does. We'll talk more movies when we come back on WCPT eight twenty Heartland Signal and KTNF nine fifty AM in Minneapolis Saint Paul.
0: Hi, folks. I'm Kirk Bankstead from the Manaqua Brewing Company, and I sell Choice Hard Seltzer, an all-natural
4: grapefruit and lime-flavored booze that you can enjoy for only 100 calories a can. A percentage of the proceeds of each can sold goes to reproductive rights groups in the Chicagoland area. Enjoy a light, refreshing
0: hard seltzer and support reproductive freedom at the same time.
2: Now available at Provisions Uptown Chicago and R&J Wine and Spirits in Glenview, as well as Eastside Cafe, Coffee and Wine Bar in East Dundee, where Kate is serving up smiles and drink response responsibly.
1: You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820.
2: Joining me in studio as we drive it home until 7 is Mike Crowley, the publisher of You'll Probably Agree Reviews. What's up, folks? Go to ypareviews.com and That's find right. out some of the great movies you should be seeing. Now, Do you? when do you publish your top 10 list for
0: 2023? Oh, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be publishing a list, but I'm going to be doing a podcast on okay, it. So, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
2: stay tuned for the podcast to be published on your website. Yeah,
0: yeah. Excellent. Exactly.
2: All right, so I think we're on number six.
0: Uh, we are on number seven. Seven. And this one, yeah, everyone, I think this it might be the one that could win Best Picture. I'm not sure, but it's Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay. And uh, if anyone knows what that is, that is Martin Scorsese's newest film. It takes place during the 1920s in Oklahoma at the Osage Nation. And it's about how William King Hale, who's played by Robert De Niro, is going off and killing Native Americans so he can own their land and inherit their wealth. And... He brings in Leonardo DiCaprio, who's his nephew, to go in and marry this girl so then he can start picking off family members from her and getting his wealth. And nobody's doing anything about all these killings until someone from... yeah, until until Molly Burkhart, who ends up marrying Ernest Burkhart, that's uh, Lily, Lily Gladstone marrying Leonardo DiCaprio, she travels to Washington while she's sick, because he's probably poisoning her, to have someone investigate what's going on with these old-age killings. And it was sort of like the birth of the FBI when this happened. Really? And Yeah. They don't concentrate so much on the FBI investigating as much as they concentrate on the relationship between Ernest and Molly Burkhart. And it, the movie's three Three and a half hours. But it doesn't feel like three and a half hours. It Depending on how many
2: uh, cokes you have, uh, soda yeah. before
0: the yeah. movie. You're it blows by. Like when the movie ended, I was like, "Oh, it's over already." You know, interesting. Yeah.
2: What are your thoughts on Brendan Fraser's performance? Because there was a lot of uh, outcry of him overacting, and I have to assume that Scorsese knew what he was doing.
0: That was the point of his character. He was he was a lawyer who was supposed to sort of be over the top, and he's only in the movie for like a scene or two. I so. can't believe
2: people are like so outraged by like ah. Oh, was chewing up the scenery and all it's like he was supposed to
0: in that scene that was
2: the whole point (laughs) i i i love brandon fraser i love his comeback so much
0: yeah yeah yeah, it's amazing like uh him and the the whale was the whale was just kind of like an okay movie but his performance yes. was amazing. I didn't think the very first scene was necessary in The Whale where he's watching, like, gay porn. And it's just like, did we need to see that element of him? Like, we already know. Well, that- cause
2: the, but I think it lends itself to the aspect of he gets—we he, he we learned that he got fired uh, from a teaching job.
0: Right? Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Right? And so, yeah. you know— and anyway yeah I, I get what you're saying and some of it was almost like too too tied up in a bow you yeah. know as far as the connective tissue of the relationships between the different care like you know his the woman that helps care for him yeah and all that stuff yeah
0: yeah 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 this uh yeah there's the, much. yeah there's uh the, the well there's that whole like thing where there was a woman who cared for him who i can't remember the actress's name who played her but she did an amazing job oh, so good, so good. so yeah, I mean, it was just kind of too sentimental. It was too sort of over the top in his drama. You know, there's just all those, like, if you see the trailer, there's like that scene where he's going, I just want one thing to count my life. Right. And you're just like, come on. Like, they don't need to go this far. I mean, it was based on a stage play, and you can clearly tell. Oh, absolutely. It was based on a stage play, because it's just in that one little house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was like, it was not even a full house. It was like a room porch and a room. I think, yeah. yeah, as
2: far as I remember. So, what else you have for us? We got number. Okay, so five, number
0: six, six is dream scenario. Now, I don't know if you've heard this one about this one, but it's with Nicholas Cage and oh boy, one of the best roles I've seen him in years. He plays like this nerdy teacher who like kind of wears like a gray sweater and you know he's just a normal everyday dad. He ends up showing up in people's dreams. And everyone has dreamed about him. Oh, God. So he deals with the fame of those dreams and then the fallout. Because at first he's in everyone's dream and it's pleasant and he's just kind of there not doing anything. Sure. Sure. But then later, he winds up in everyone's nightmares. So, like, nobody wants to talk to him, even his own family. So it's sort of a commentary on how we build figures up to be famous, only to tear them down. And at, at one point, he's talking with these people who basically want to promote him. And now that he's like in everyone's nightmare, they're like, "Well, why don't you go on Tucker Carlson or something like that and be like a counterculture sort of person?" Because that's that's what happens when people get canceled. Yeah, they, they're like, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just be against everything. I'm not gonna apologize. You know, I'll be like a mini Trump, and that's kind of what interesting. You know, yeah. Which Nicolas Cage never does that. He 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 like writes m- books about microbiology in it, and he wants people to keep." Uh, talking about his microbiology book. But yeah, Dream Scenario is number six. It, it was amazing. It has one of the best fart jokes I've ever seen in a movie in years. I don't want to give away the scene, but... When you see it in context of the scene, it's not just like another dumb fart joke. It actually has something to do with the character, which is which is amazing.
2: Uh, I do have a, uh, a comment about a movie that seems to be getting a lot of hate, but a listener seems to like it, uh, which is Leave
0: the World Behind. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's stupid. So I don't know. I'll just see it in that,
2: and because the 312 says that they enjoyed it, so I'll have to check it out, too, and see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard mixed things about it, so I'm not sure. That the one's on Netflix, I know. Yes but uh, i mean if we i can get to number 5 yes we'll get we got time for one more Go yeah ahead. so the number 5 was the holdovers which is a brilliant ensemble piece where three actors find the meaning of life and the goals they want to reach. The chemistry between because there's like three actors, there's Paul Giamatti, there's Dominic Sessa and Divine or Yep, Divine Joy Randolph. And their their chemistry is palpable. They're absolutely wonderful. If you don't know what the film's about, it's about this kid who's in this prep school. The holidays are coming up. Everyone's going to leave for the holidays, but he doesn't have a family. So he ends up staying behind there with Paul Giamatti, who's this really strict history teacher who just is no-nonsense, doesn't want anything from everyone. And then there's the this cook who's there, which is played by uh, Divine Joy Randolph, and she basically has lost her son, and all these people who basically have nothing for the holidays becomes oh. a family in a way. Interesting, the
2: holdovers.
0: Yeah, the okay. holdovers, yeah, because they're held over in in the prep school that the movie takes place in.
2: That's pretty high on your list, then, because I have heard good things about it, so I'm excited to see that one. Yeah,
0: it's a return of form for, Al- for Alexander Payne because he did a lot of movies. Well, the last thing he did was called Downsizing, okay. where people got shrunk and put in like little houses and stuff like that. <laughs> so it was like, it was like a new version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids where right. people got shrunk on purpose but that movie didn't work so well and it was like a huge disaster for him.
2: This oh, Sideways. Is, he's a guy who did Sideways. Yeah, he
0: did Sideways. He did About Schmidt.
2: Oh, in Nebraska. hmm Nebraska. Election? Holy cats. Yeah. About so, Schmidt. I liked About Schmidt, actually.
0: Yeah, I did too. I, th- this one is a return to form for him where he's basically, he's showing characters being real people. Okay. Making real mistakes. being Like when someone's being goofy it 's it 's real and unbelievable and palpable it 's not just someone being silly like you know there 's that scene in uh, sideways where someone's like disrupting Paul Giamatti's golf game and he's already had enough for the day so he just starts chasing after them with his golf club yeah, this- and screaming and it's like that's exactly how that would play out in real life if someone did that Yep. and that's exactly. the thing his movies are so believable to real life
2: I love it well uh, we have uh, we've loved having uh, your list uh, and we've got the number five Yeah. so we'll have to do the last five next time you come in yeah Does that sound
0: good sound good we'll do me. a
2: recap of uh, what we talked about today go to ypareviews.com and Mike Crowley's podcast Covering his top 10 will be dropping soon. Yeah. So check it out and stay tuned uh, on his yeah. website. To stay up to date on all of his reviews. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us. Uh, and have a wonderful weekend, Alejandro. Thank you for literally <laughs> holding down the fort. That was quite the wild ride today. Mike Crute's up next with Devil's Advocates, followed by Mike, ne- Mike McNeil. Matt McNeil from Minneapolis-St. Paul KTNF. Bye, everybody.